Hello everyone, welcome to Sincerely Shanique. This is the second episode of this season and I am excited, like I am excited every single episode to talk to you guys and get my voice out there. Um, so I'm going to start this episode with just a really quick rundown of my first two weeks of 2019. They have definitely been crazy. Crazy but enjoyable, I'll say that. Um, the beginning of 2019, the end of 2018, the heat went off in my car. And to get that fixed, the dealership said $4,000. And I'll let you know right now. And people always say this, but I just don't... Some things I just don't see to be true or and you don't really believe them or understand them. I'll say that. You don't really understand how true they are until you're going through it. So people have always told me, like, don't go to the dealership to get your car fixed. Um, but I, prior to now, didn't have a mechanic. So it was kind of like I knew a couple mechanics, but sometimes getting in contact with people... Or just, it's too much for me to do. Like, my little brain just be like, I can't. I can't. So then I don't do it. Um, so then we have the problems that I've had now. But, so, I went to the, the dealership to have them do a diagnostic of the car. And they was like, it's going to be $4,000 to fix your car. Now, I don't know the type of lifestyles y'all live in. Maybe way more lavish than me if you got 4000 to fix a car. But I didn't have it. Like, I didn't have it. It wasn't a possibility of me having it. Like, that wasn't even a realistic amount at all for me. And then he was like, oh, I'll give you a 15% discount so it'll come down to... Don't matter. I don't got that either. So, I was a little bit stressed because I'm like, yo, I can't afford to get my car fixed. But I live in Rochester. It's the wintertime. I need my heat. Like, my defrost on my windows wasn't working. It just was something terrible so uh, a lady from my job which is like she's like my my work mom I love her to death she's amazing but she put me onto this um this mechanic that she goes to that kind of does her things so he definitely looked out um literally fixed everything that was wrong with my car for a fourth of the cost so that was pretty dope I didn't really I don't say I didn't have it to spend because I spent it, so I had it. But I was saving for something else. Obviously, emergencies happen, and you got to take care of an emergency. So it's important to have an emergency fund. I realized that 16 days into 2019, that is so important to have an emergency fund for situations where I do need to spend the money and I may not necessarily want to or I don't want it to mess up anything else that I have going on. So I am proud to say in my adulting that I had the money available to spend and it did not hurt my bills or anything that I already had going on. So that actually was a really good feeling um, to have that, to kind of be starting that foundation for myself, to get getting that like little bubble or cushion area where I can say, okay, I'm going to put this on this. Now, granted, I didn't do it by myself. I still have my parents who you know, send me money when I need it and shout out to them because they're the best. But, you know, it's nice to have that little cushion where I don't have to always ask them for every single thing, even though I still do, but I don't have to. So that was nice for that. But, um, so that was the beginning of my 2019. That's really pretty much been it, just getting my car fixed. And I went on a girl's trip this weekend 
with my cousins. Um, that was definitely, definitely fun. And you'll hear more about that later on in this episode because this episode is titled Golds and Girls Trips. So we will go over some do's and don'ts of girls trips later on. Um, What else about 2019? Oh, and sorry if my voice sounds a little bit crazy. It's kind of early. Um, but I asked you guys to hold me accountable about going to the gym and some of you have, and I'll say thank you. But one person in particular, I'm not going to say their name because I'm a hater, really dogged me, like dogged me because I said I would go to the gym three times a week and I'm not going to lie. This is the third week and I haven't been there three times a week yet, but this week it's been one day and I'm going today, so that makes two. So I actually might make three times this week. Um, but this person dogged me talking about, and you know it was a boy just from what I'm about to say. Yo, this is my boy voice. Yo, you talking about you trying to be in the gym, but I just want you to know, yo, mom, first off, don't you ever talk about my mother, but... Your mom going crazy in the gym, like, yo, she on day 15. She really been in the gym 15 days straight. Shut up. Where you at? Your mom out here looking like an entree. All right, now you dragging it. Now you doing the most. Yes, my mother has been in the gym for 16 days straight because I'm pretty sure she's going to go today. But you don't got to tell me. You don't got to remind me that my mom going harder in the gym than me. I know. Anybody that know my mom, know my mom is a beast when it comes to working out. So shut up. Now, but it definitely motivated me. Um, Seeing my mom, my mom is losing weight. You can definitely tell it. My mother, when she loses weight, you can always see it in her face first. Like, you can't. My mom's face uh, slims down really fast. I won't say really fast, but you can always tell my mom losing weight because you can see it in her face. So my mother is losing weight and she's looking good. My mom look good anyway, but shorty about to look bad. And I can't have my mom out here looking like a snack and I'm out here looking like leftovers. So I that did motivate me to get into the gym definitely more. And that also motivated me to get a trainer. Um, so yeah, so now I'm working with a trainer three times a week and we'll see how it goes. Hopefully I start losing weight and looking just as good as my mom too. So yeah, that is, that is the person, people that are holding me accountable. Thank you guys. Um, and that's pretty much, that's pretty much it for my, the beginning of my 2019. Um, let's get on to a couple current events. And I really could talk for hours about both of these topics, so I'm going to keep it really short and sweet, both of them. The first one is the government shutdown. So I will say, because I am currently still in the Army, there are certain things that I cannot say just because it questions my position and different things like that. But I will say the government has shut down before, and this probably won't be the last shutdown. We do have an interesting person as a president, so everything is always more interesting when he does it. Um, but it'll come back. And honestly, like, y'all still gonna get your tax returns. I say y'all because I don't get one. And I just feel like if the government shut down, y'all should stop me taking taxes out of my check. Because 
who getting this money? Like, how y'all still taking my taxes with y'all shut down? That's just my opinion. And we'll leave that there. It'll be back soon. That's that. And I only got six months left in the Army. But that's that. Now, the next topic. This one is a little sore topic. And I've heard so much about it in these last couple weeks. And I've kind of stayed away from it just because... It's, it's a sore topic. Now, I don't like to play anything safe. I always, I like to speak my mind. I like to tell the truth. I like to tell how I feel. I won't say I'll tell the truth. I tell how I feel because my truth might be way different from your truth. So, how I feel, and this is the R. Kelly topic. How I feel about this is I want to first congratulate all of the women that came out and spoke because doing this podcast, I talk about some personal things, but... Nothing, I mean, I don't talk about anything I don't want to talk about. I'll say that first. But some things are a little harder to have that conversation. And I'll tell you, sometimes I'll record something and I'll listen to it. And I'm like, no, I don't want anyone to see that. Or I don't want anyone to feel bad. Or So there are so many emotions that I go through just recording a podcast. So I could not imagine having to really tell, tell a trauma that has happened to me and how it's affected me. Because traumas affect people. For a long time, and especially if you're holding it in, especially if people don't believe you, especially if the person that has treated me so bad or done something so wrong to me is out free living and people are accepting him as a diff like to separate the man from the music is an interesting phrase that I've heard over the course of this and people that can do that. I applaud you because for me, I can't really separate the man from the music. I'm not there yet. And God is working on me still. Maybe that's something he has planned for future, you know, future me. But as people, we have to not not do that like publicly because this is how I think of it. If I had a daughter... And she watched me with this whole R. Kelly situation. And I'm like, oh, separate the man from music. I'm still going to listen to his music, even though he did this, this, and this. If she comes to me, like, how am I making it comfortable for my daughter to come to me and say something happened to her? Because she's going to look back like, well, that time that thing with R. Kelly happened, my mom was kind of okay with it. So will my mom be okay with this? Or will my mom say it's my fault this happened? Or what if the person that does this to my daughter is someone that we think highly of? And she's going to be like, well, you know, she thinks so highly of him. Maybe she won't care or whatever. I don't ever want that to be my daughter or that to be my cousin or that to be my friend or whatever. I want people to be comfortable regardless of the level of the person coming to me and telling me if something was wrong too and it's hurting you and you need to get it out. I want you to be able to do that. I don't want you to feel judged. And sometimes we judge victims. We do. And we shouldn't. Now, also, I will also say, we didn't separate the man from the music when Chris Brown beat Rihanna in that car. Like, Chris Brown really had to work to come back. And granted, after he came back, he did some other crazy stuff. But he ain't never beat nobody again that we know of. That we know of. Um, so, you got you to gotta think about that. We didn't separate it there. And we didn't separate it when Ray Rice had beat his girlfriend or fiance or 
wife, whatever she was in that elevator at that time, we didn't separate the man from football. This man lost his whole NFL career. So let's stop choose, picking and choosing when we are going to separate the man from, you know, the action. If we're going to separate the man from the action, let's separate it every time. If we're not going to do it, let's not do it every time. Like, don't pick and choose. Oh, we love him, so we're going to be okay with this or whatever the situation is. Like, let's get him the help that he needs because obviously, I didn't watch it, I'll say that again, but obviously there's help that's needed. And also, let's get these victims, these ladies, the help that they need because they still have things that, you know what I mean? go on for them and and when something traumatic like that happens to you raising kids you are scared because you don't want anything like that to happen to your kids so let's get them the help that they need that's all I'm going to say about that however you feel is however you feel you don't have to argue with me I'm not arguing in 2019 um yeah it's just not I'm not bringing that kind of energy so say whatever you got to say it's cool But that's really the rundown for my week and current events for so far this year. Um, So let's get into the topic of today. Okay, so today's topic is goals and girls trip. Um... Yesterday, I posted on Facebook and Instagram, probably Snapchat. So, I tend to post the same thing on all all social medias. So, I posted my quarter one goals for 2019. And I got a lot of feedback. Um, Some people asked me to help them make the board or how to make the board and different things. So, I'm going to kind of explain it a little bit in the episode this episode the goals portion of this episode so for me I'm currently in a period that I'm calling my journey to 30 it's a three-year period uh, from 27 to 30 where I'm just trying to live my life more intentional and kind of breed certain things into my life I will say for the first 27 years of my life I was more of a go with the wind kind of person after high school you go to college that's what you're supposed to do um I just kind of did things I didn't really there was no planning involved in it it really was like whatever this is what I'm supposed to be doing so I'm going to do it um so for the next three years I want to live a little bit a lot bit more intentional so on my journey to 30 I created a three-year plan and I'll just give you some quick goals that I have in there um to buy a house, to be debt-free, and then I want this super hot body by 30. And my goal is to work at it and get it, you know, eating healthy, working out, becoming like a super active person. But if by 30 I don't have the body I want, I'm going to go see somebody's doctor. I'm just going to put it out there, feel how you feel. I don't care, but it'll happen. But hopefully... My workouts, eating healthy and all that gets me where I need so I don't have to go under the knife. But I'm not opposed to going under the knife. Nor do I judge anyone who goes under the knife. Um, so yeah, so those are pretty much some of my journey to 30 goals. So in the process of making my journey to 30 goals, I put out my big goals. So big goals was like the house, debt-free. Um, and then 
a three-year plan to get those goals. So obviously, I'm not gonna have a you know buy a house. I'm not. You can't just go out and buy a house. I don't have the cash to do that. But there's things I had to work on first. So one thing I have to work on before I can buy a house is my credit. So a lot of my goals for the first year, which is the year we're in now, is kind of becoming more financial, financially fit, I'll say. Um, and that's helping build my credit score. That's kind of removing negative marks on my credit. Um, if you guys are on Facebook, if you're listening to this and you on Facebook and you need help in those areas, I have a friend who has a Facebook group called The Ugly Budget. And he has so many tips in this uh, Facebook group that just about literally everything from everything, everything you can think of, how to file like a dispute with the credit bureaus, he has files, um, and he's also on Instagram and all of this other stuff, all every pretty much social media. Um, I'll try to tag him on Facebook so that you guys can find him, find it easy. I'll definitely tag him so you can find it easy, but I'm in that group. Um, and I actually listen and read and pay attention. I also work at a bank, so I work at a credit union. But so I pay attention to things that I see on our websites or like classes that we have and diff- different things. Like I really want to grow me. And in the process of growing me, my goal is to help grow you, grow, help you guys grow as well. Um, one, because I really believe in the vision it takes a village to raise a child. So if... I'm still being raised. I will still consider myself a child. And it's taking all of this information to to raise me. I want to make sure that I'm giving this information out. I don't want to keep this to myself and have a great credit score and have a house. And not share those successes with other people. Like, it's not just my dream to own a house. It's some of your dreams to own a house as well. So how can I help you guys get to that point too? Um, so yeah, so his group is great for that. But so my first, you know, first year is about building credit and different things like that, paying off things and getting really, getting really smart about my finances. So getting to the point where I'm not paying things late, getting to the point where I have a certain amount of money already saved to pay my bills for next month so that I'm not living paycheck to paycheck. Um, So those are some of my first year goals. And by being able to obtain first year goals, those are like stepping points or like milestones for me to be able to to get to the point in three years where I can say, okay, now I do own a home. And on top of owning a home, I'm ready to, ready for the challenges that come with owning a home. So I'm not going to spend all of my money on a home and then I have to fix it up or just different things. So I'm really, really taking this financial fitness and thing to another level. Um, so that's part of my, you know, that's part of my goals and breaking it down year by year. And then once I broke the goals down year by year, I then still broke it down more to quarterly one, because that gives me a shorter time period. You give me a year to do something. I probably won't start doing it until June or July or August or sometimes November. But if I give myself, okay, I have a year to reach this big goal. But I have three months to reach this small goal. It gets me started earlier in the process instead of procrastinating because I'm a procrastinator. So smaller goals help me. I call them my quarterly goals help me along the way. And it also kind of gives you like a staple point because once I get to the end of the quarter, I can know where I succeeded, where I failed, 
where I need to work more, where I can kind of fall back a little bit. So it gives you kind of areas to review. Um, Quarterly goals give me an area where I can say, okay, this is the end of the quarter. This is where I am. This is where I need to go. So next quarter, I need to pick it up here. I can kind of fall back here. Like I just said, basically repeating the same thing over. But that's how quarterly goals kind of help in the bigger grand scheme of things. Um, And with quarterly goals comes rewards. So I have to reward myself. Some people can be like, just the satisfaction of having a higher credit score is enough for me. It's not enough for me. Like, that's not enough. Like, it's great. It's amazing. I will feel good. But I have to reward myself. And so I've made this board um, a couple, a week ago, I think I want to say it was. But what I also, what you can't see on the board right now, because all the goals are still there, I haven't accomplished any of them yet, um, is that under each posted is a reward. Some of them are huge rewards. Some of them are very small rewards. Um... Some of them are simple as like, you know, tell yourself thank you or like pat yourself on the back, you know, and then some rewards are go buy yourself a new book or some rewards are buy yourself a new pair of shoes. Some are take yourself out to dinner, you know, or one is like go have a drink with a friend. So those are rewards that I want to give myself kind of like a little bit of a reward for doing good. Like you did something good. Now here's your reward. So those are my rewards for myself, but it's necessary for me to reward myself. So part of your goals is also knowing yourself because I know that I need a reward in order to work toward a goal. Some people don't need that. Some people, just the satisfaction, like I said, of having a higher credit score is enough for them. Just the satisfaction of getting a 3.5 GPA is enough for them. So that where if that works for you, you don't need an additional reward. Do it the way that works for you. For me, I need more. Um... So that's kind of how this system goes, how my quarterly goals system works. And also, I like to keep it posted. um, Mine is posted on my closet because every day I have to get dressed for work. And also, I have it on my screensaver and my phone, which is a little sad because I had Michael B. Jordan on my screensaver because that is my man and he is sexy. And I love looking at him every single day. Um, But... 2019 got some intentions that I'm working on so had to let them go for a little bit and so it also reminds me every day like when I'm in my phone just happen to be scrolling took you know I'm looking at it it's, it's right there it's in my face so it allows me to see it more and it allows me to work on it more so the more you see something the more you're going to work on it I believe so it being on my phone as my screensaver helps me work on it and it's ways to remember it um And then I also like to take like a couple minutes every night to kind of look at it or in the morning to look at it and be like, okay, today I can work on this. An example is today I have the day off. I'm going to run down to the county building and I'm going to get my DBA. So I'll be able to take that goal off of the board once that's completed. But me seeing the board every day, you know, let me know, okay, today I can, I can complete something on here. Um... Just little things like that kind of helps remind you of those things. And I'll also say, like I said earlier, I don't know if I said this earlier, but the constant reminder is important, but sticking to it is important as well. You know, we're two, two and a half weeks into the new year, 
and some of our goals are already kind of starting to slide down like we're kind of falling back and right now is the time to look at it like okay I'm two weeks in am I still going as hard as I was going day one if not time to pick it back up you know it's time to review let's review okay you know what I've been eating healthy is this working yes it's working okay keep going no it's not working because I'm eating pizza every Friday all right let's switch let's get pizza every other Friday so definitely review constant review is important to see where you are and where you're going and how far you have to get there um but stick to it literally stick to it be accountable hold your friends accountable um I have friends that hold me accountable some of them are annoying but I know they're coming out of the goodness of their heart so I try not to be like I try not to get annoyed with them even though they're annoying so if they're coming out of the goodness of their heart if if you have a friend that you told to hold you accountable for something don't get mad at them when they hold you accountable like and I have to work on that myself because there's things I tell people to hold me accountable for. And then they're calling me like, hey, did you do this? And I'm like, yo, if you don't stop calling me. But they're doing exactly what I asked them to do. So thank you for being my accountability partners. Um, but yeah, have friends that if you have friends that can hold you accountable, you know, do that. If you need me to hold you accountable of something, let me know. I might hit you up with a text message or message you on Instagram like, hey, you did this and this today. I'm pretty active on all of my social medias. Don't quote me on that. But I I try to be as active as possible. So if there's something I could do to help, you know, I'm willing to try. But, yeah, just be accountable and stick to it. And constant review is important for your goals. And that's really all I have for the goals portion of it. Just you need a breakdown. So if you have a huge goal, break it down into smaller goals to make it more manageable make sure it's realistic um I prefer I like rewards so if rewarding yourself from getting certain goals big or small that does help me work harder um and think of ways to remember your goals so I use a poster I use my screensaver you know some people have reminders like in their phone every day and you can do this too like if you need want to do push-ups every morning when you wake up set an alarm for whatever time you have to be up 10 minutes prior to that and wake up and do your push-ups so there's different ways to remind yourself of things and to kind of stay on top of things and be accountable just make sure you have those those things set up in in place for you for those for that so that is what I have for goals um now the second part which is girls trip girls trip this weekend I went on a girls trip with some of my cousins which to Toronto which was absolutely amazing we literally had an amazing a great time like and this is my second time going to Toronto the first well I've been to Toronto yeah this is my second time going the first time I went was in August for my friend Janae's bachelorette party. Had an amazing time then too. So I'm almost just going to start to believe that Toronto is just an amazing time. Period. So much to do. So much diversity. Um, But yes, it was a great trip. And so with that, it got me thinking about girls trips. Just like some... Because any woman that has ever been on a trip with a group of girls know that at some point... When you're traveling with girls, it can get, sometimes the pre-planning is annoying. Sometimes 
like being together for a certain amount of time is annoying. There's always that one person that you're like, sis, just sit down, shut up, go ahead. Sometimes that person is me. So, um, girl trips is very interesting to plan. I will say if you've never been on a girl's trip, you have to go on one. They are, um, like the energy being around, these are, should be your closest friends or close friends. Um, just a circle of supportive women is always great. I don't care what anyone says. I think that every successful woman has a, a wolf pack of supportive women following her, pushing her, encouraging her. So girls trips are fun for that sense of it. Um, and I'm going to just go over a couple tips. I want to say do's and don'ts of girls trips because every trip is different. So you kind of have to figure out the, the logistics of your trip, but I'm going to just give some tips for girls trips. So the first tip um, always is going to be when planning a girls trip, think of the purpose of the vacation. So my trip this past weekend was for my cousin Ash's birthday and we had an amazing time. But because it was Ash's birthday, a lot of things, everything was centered around what Ash wanted to do. She's very open to doing what we wanted to do. Everything was like, what do y'all want to do? Um, but it is her birthday. So when planning a trip, if it's somebody's birthday, please make sure you, you're, you do things that that person wants to do. Like the purpose in us going to Toronto was to celebrate her birthday. So I was very flexible to do whatever she pretty much wanted to do because it's, it's her birthday. It's her trip. Um, so think about that when going on trips, if it's someone's birthday, do what they want to do. Um, if it's someone's bachelorette party. Do what that person wants to do. If this is just a girl's trip, then everyone... And I mean, even on birthdays and and bachelor parties, everyone can chip in with ideas. But just be flexible to understand, like, this is this person's birthday. So if they really want to do something, allow them to do it. Um, And there's multiple reasons for trips. You know, you can go for a birthday. Like I said, we went for a bachelorette party. It could be just like an annual friends trip. It could be, you know what... I haven't seen these people in a long time. It's time that we got together and bonded. Um, we could be celebrating something. So there's multiple reasons. So know what the purpose of your trip is. Because knowing the purpose of your trip helps with the planning process as well. So if the purpose of this trip is a birthday trip, but I want it to be relaxing. I want to be, you know, then I'm going to think of places near water or a beach. But if I want this to be like the turn up, let's go to a big city. Let's, you know. Or if I want a nice mix, let's go somewhere like Miami where I can turn up and still go to a beach. So knowing the purpose of your vacation is always uh, important in the planning process of a girl's trip. And once you know the purpose of the vacation, the people in the destination are very important. The destination is important, like I said, because if you want to, if it's a relaxing trip, we probably shouldn't go to New York City to relax, you know? So that matters, the right place and the right people. Places and people create vibes, energies, and personalities. So when planning a trip, I always, I do this even when I'm like just hanging out with my friends in in the city I live in. Different people have different personalities. Different different, Different people have different energies. Different people have different vibes. Depending on the vibe that I want to be surrounded by, that depends on who I invite to do things. That is a period. So 
It doesn't matter if you are my best, best friend since I was two or if I met you two days ago. If the energy that I want to be around is different from your energy, then I might not invite you to a certain place. And it's no no dig against you or, you know, it's it's literally energies and people. And sometimes people get offended by that. Like, oh, you didn't invite me here. And it's not I didn't invite you because I didn't want you to come. It's that the energy that was at that place based on the energy that I know you have or the energy that you've had around me may not be the same. Or the, I, the person I'm going with personality might not clash with your personality and I don't want a bigger issue. And yeah, people, everyone's grown and you know people can handle their own. I understand that. But for me, my energy is important. My vibe is important. And I don't want to spend any moment fixing a problem that I don't want to fix. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to play the middleman between a friendship or kind of, you know, I, I know my friends and I know sometimes I don't invite them all to everything because I, I know my friends and that's just that simple. Um, so I have some friends who are completely okay with that, who will be like, Oh girl, I seen you in here last night. How was that? Da, da, da. And you know, I'm like, Oh, it's fun. This and that. And the third, like, Oh, okay. Next time you go invite me, that's something I, I've been into or I want to be, I've been thinking about going to. So then, you know, in the future I might be like, Oh, Hey, I'm going to this. You said you wanted to come, come, but vibes and energies and personalities are important. So make sure when you're picking a, a place, when you're doing a girl's trip, the destination is important, but the people that you invite are important as well. Um, it's funny, not really funny. This actually conversation came up a couple, I'll say like a week ago, I was messaging one of the girls from my kickball team, um, about my birthday. For my birthday, I want to do a girl's trip. Uh, to Jamaica so that trip is actually very very important for me in so many reasons but so I was messaging her about it not really about that trip specific but we were messaging about vacations or whatever and she's like all right well just let me know who's gonna go you know and she said the same thing like I want it to be fun girl the guy like I really want the personalities to clash and it's important because that if you have a, a trip where the personalities don't clash, it can ruin a whole vacation. So that that is very important to have your personalities like match up. And sometimes know, know, knowing your friend's limits and knowing your friend's person. Like there's, I have some friends that I know I can invite to anything around any person and they will be good. And then I have other friends that I know like I can't, I can't bring her to the situation because they, she may not like it or they may not like her and she, you know... So knowing your friend's personality is very important and knowing who's open-minded and who's not, that's important. So destination and place, people, right people, right place is very important when planning a girl's trip. Now, the next thing I'm going to talk about is budget. Everyone hates going on vacation with the broke friend, period. So for me, it is very important to eliminate the broke friend from the beginning. And I don't mean eliminate the broke friend by not asking the broke friend to go. I mean eliminate the broke friend by saying, okay, you know what? We're going to, I'll just use Toronto as an example because we did this. We're going to Toronto for my birthday. I want to go to Toronto for my birthday. Here is the price for the Airbnb. Everybody needs to send their money by this date. 
If you can't send it by this date, let me know and let me know the date that you can send it by. Boom. When you don't make your deposit, when you don't make your payment, you, you're scratched. Like you're gone. Because one, it's not fair to everyone else that we're waiting for your deposit. And if you end up not going, now we have to pay more. And it's, it's budgeting. If you tell planning a, a girl's trip, you need to plan well enough in advance so that everyone is aware. Okay, you know what? I got a month to get the deposit done. Let me get this, you know, let me take a little bit off of every paycheck and save it up and send it. However you want to do it, but budget it. So letting people know price, the price is up front. If you call me, if you tell me we're going on a trip, I'm cool with that. You tell me what to pay, I'm cool with that. You tell me when to pay it, I'm cool with that. That works for me. I like it that way so I can, I like to budget it. I like to plan it out. So if you tell me far enough in advance, I'm going to be throwing money at it early. So that way I don't have to worry about it when it starts to get closer. Um, And then that also goes for the person planning it. Have that budget for people. Let people know, okay, the room's going to cost this much. I've been looking into a VIP. The VIP section's going to cost this much, so that's going to be this much per person. If we're going to do a dinner, we're going to do dinner here. The meals are around this amount. You know, these are the activities I have, I want to do. They should be running us around this amount. Let people know upfront costs. Because sometimes, you know, an idea is a great idea. Okay, I'll pay for my room. And then two weeks before, we get a text message, oh, the VIP is going to cost this much. Oh, we're going to do dinner on this night. It's going to cost this much. And then you're like, wait a minute, because you didn't say all of this in the beginning. And now I didn't budget for this because that's not what my intentions were. You know, you said this was a relaxing trip. Why we got to book a VIP for a relaxing trip? So think about that. And if those are the plans to do the VIP, kind of be upfront with things as soon as you plan them. Or also plan things well enough in advance so that people can say, here, I got the money for this. Or give people also the option. If I'm choosing that I don't want to go, dinner's different. Because that's kind of rude not go to dinner. But if I don't want to go to the club and be in the VIP, if I choose to stay home while you guys go out, don't knock me for that decision. If I know that I can't afford, say the VIP is $100 per person, I can't afford to give $100 for a VIP. I'm going to say count me out that means every one of you will pay ten dollars more that doesn't hurt my pocket and ten dollars more shouldn't hurt your pocket but I'm telling you in advance far enough in advance that you know so you don't have to worry about it hurting your pocket just be upfront so we know because it's not like I said it's nothing worse than traveling with a broke friend that's always like okay what's the price of this oh okay what's this oh okay what about to do now like you're like girl just live but really if these prices were told to her up front maybe she wouldn't be like this you know you never know it could help um and then activities i always look up activities to do in the area i'm going to um i look for fun activities and some affordable activities some free activities like walking around toronto we can walk around downtown that costs no money like if we run into a little store, you buy something, that's completely up to you. But there's a lot of free activities that you can do or some things that have like deals, like maybe the aquarium might be 25% off before two. Or just think of deals that you can come into that may be helpful. Or if you know on Groupon, there's this coupon for 
this place. Let your friends know. So, hey, look, I seen on Groupon, you know, we going to Atlanta and I seen that the Georgia Aquarium has a coupon for $20. If we all buy one now, we can use it when we go. Boom. $20 as opposed to getting there and paying $50, $60. That's a great deal. So, plan those activities. And then understand some activities everybody doesn't have to do. Um, that's, so that's just the budgeting portion of it. I don't even get into the activities part, but that's the budgeting. Just make sure everyone is aware of the prices and try to plan enough in advance so that everyone can kind of be ready to pay and pay in advance. I'll, I like for me, I think the ideal trip would be everything is paid for at least a month, at least a month before we go. So that last month, you don't have to worry about paying for anything trip-related. That's the room, that's the airplane, that's if we decide to get a VIP section. Now, dinner and things like that, I'll give you, we should give a price. Like, if you want to go to this restaurant, the meals are around this price. So you can have that kind of saved off. But the last month shouldn't be, okay, guys, I decided to book a VIP. It's going to be this price. Nah, because I got bills this month, and I can't just throw money here. Or I found something that'll be cool and it'll cost this amount. Sometimes it'll happen, you know, it's inevitable. But if you can plan it out far enough so it doesn't happen like that. Um, my next thing on my list is squad goals. So I like, I love, I love, love, love when I see a group of people, girls or boys or in between. Um, that take a picture, and I love this when my friends do it and when we do it, it's like that one dinner or where you have that matching outfit, like everyone's in a matching outfit. If it could be the same color or if it's girls on a beach and they're in like the same bathing suit, but the birthday girl has a different one or the bride has a different one. I like that shit. Like, I love that. So, if for Instagram purposes only, if you're only doing it for Instagram, I think it's fun. Um, so just plan that out. Like, hey, we all gonna wear we're all gonna get this t-shirt and wear it on this day. That means everyone needs to order their t-shirt well in advance. That means everyone needs to order their bathing suit well in advance. That means if you're all wearing black Saturday night when you go out, have your black outfit well in advance. Um and my I went out to out of town this weekend with my cousins. But normally when I go on girls' trips, it's with uh my friend Bree, Erica, Janae, that's generally who I guess the only really girl trip I've ever, ever been on is with those with those girls. Um, and we always invite or they invite us, however it goes. Um, I call them our big sisters. They are big. They're older than us. Not by much, but a little bit more established than us. And I love it because it's like their motivation for us every day. Um, so Mia and Nikki and they teach us so much, but they come as well. So we plan things. You know, the outfits. Hey, we're going to wear black this night. Make sure you got a black outfit. And what I also like that we do is we do... I do wardrobe checks with my friends. Like, I'm never going to be that one friend that look bummy and we out of town. Like, I'm like, hey, y'all, what y'all wearing? Okay, so when y'all go out, we wearing this? Okay, so let me show y'all what I got. Let me see what y'all got. And I don't know about y'all friends, but me and my friends share shit. Well, excuse my language this episode. I'm being such a filthy mouth. Um, But I am in the army, so don't judge me. But, um... If I have, and especially me, because I buy stuff, and if you've known me over the last two years, I have gained so much weight 
that I have stuff that I cannot fit. And I can't return it because it's old. But my friends might look better in it. So, like, yo, here I got this dress. I got this. I got that. You know, try it on. If it fits, you can have it. You know, or whatever. So, we kind of do, like, a wardrobe check to, to make sure everybody on the trip going to be looking good. And I think as a girl's trip, as friends, y'all should do that. Like, you ever see a picture and that one friend in the picture, you be like, y'all didn't tell her? Like, y'all didn't tell her this was this type of event? Now, we all have that one friend that overdresses for everything. And that's their personality. That's cool. You know, that also, you know, for me, that allows, makes me step it up a little bit too. But that person is that person. Like, we all have that friend. That one friend that we could be going to the bar for a happy hour. And they'll come in and like a chinchilla. And you're like, girl, where you at? But that's their personality. It's them. That's cool. But just make sure you don't have the friend that y'all going out and she look like she going to dinner with her family. Like, just a wardrobe check is necessary. Like, I know, example is, I don't have a lot of accessories. Um, I don't accessorize a lot. I don't really wear earrings. I don't wear earrings on a day-to-day basis. But when I go out of town, I try to accessorize more. So, I'll buy some things. But I also know that my friend Bree always has. She has a, everything. Like, if you could think of it, she probably got it. So, I always know. And I kind of count on her to have things that I don't have. Um, and she'll do it. Like, I don't even have to act sometimes. I'll, like, put on my clothes, whatever. And she'll be like, oh, look, I got this watch that match that. Or, look, look at this necklace. That'll be cute with that. That's her personality. Like, she accessorizes everything. So, kind of use your friends to their strength. I always bring extra dresses and stuff because I never know. Some days I look big. Some days I look skinny. So, I never know what I'm going to look like that day. I might be bloated. I might not be. So, I bring extra dresses. So, if you don't have a dress or whatever happened hey i got this extra dress if you could fit it you could wear it um but know your friends so a wardrobe check is necessary i also think part of squad goals when going out of town when spending time together in that capacity is a bonding session so i like to do a bonding session where the end of the trip is really nice where it's like we're about to go home hey girls like how was you know how was everything so what's your like you know like what's your plans what's your goals like you know by the next time we do a vacation and I learned this the first time I went to Miami with um my friends I was just talking about people I travel with um we kind of just sat in the airport before we you know went our separate ways because Renee doesn't live she lives in Philly so they kind of talked about some of our future plans that was probably one of the most monumental moments in Miami and Miami was crazy for us we had an amazing time but that was a really important part for me it was like this is great to have this great trip and then talk about what we want to see by the time the next time we come so that was pretty good um and then to watch each other kind of reach those goals that we've talked about in that little intimate setting is, is cool too so a bonding session is necessary and that could even happen over dinner like hey Saturday night we're gonna have a dinner let's make sure we you know like we'll talk about goals you don't have to say it but at the dinner talk about it or just whatever to build that bond between the ladies if that's going to get a spa a massage or whatever it is find something that you guys can have a bonding session over um and then the next thing I want to talk about is activities so when planning a girls trip some people like to plan every single moment in the day Like, we're going to wake up at this time. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. That is annoying. Like, have monumental things. Okay, guys, we need to do this this day. 
we'll do this by this time. Um, but remember, be flexible because everything, it's vacation. So no one's going to be like eight o'clock on time to work. It's not, I'm on vacation. Like honestly, looking at the clock when I'm on vacation is something I don't do often because I'm enjoying myself. Like this weekend when I went to Toronto, one day we were going, supposed to go to brunch. We didn't leave the house until 1.30. Like brunch was supposed to be at 11. But it was okay because we were all on vacation and we were all like relaxed. Having that one person that's like, guys, get up, come on, it's 11 o'clock, we need to be ready. That's annoying. Like, I'm on vacation, girl, leave me alone. Y'all can go to brunch, I'll stay here. And if people have that attitude, like, attitude, don't be mad at them. Be okay, like, okay, you can, you, all right, we'll see you when we come back. You know, you want us to bring you food back? No, if not, enjoy your, your sleep. You're on vacation, do it. Um, but plan activities do have some activities planned but be flexible to the changing in the schedule and then have free time time that's just not planned to do anything like we have nothing planned from here to here because that opens the door for random activities that opens the door for oh we seen this or because sometimes when you're out of town you might have planned things but then you get there and you find out something better is happening why not explore why not figure those things out so have that free time in your schedule to do that and space some people need space I need space so even if I'm on vacation with you there's going to be moments where I need to be by myself I am and I don't pay attention to um, astrology too often but I am a cancer and one thing about cancers are we are moody and we need space so there's times where cancers kind of retreat back to themselves. And I, I've noticed that about myself. There'll always be times where I'm completely social and I will talk and have a great time and be amazing and everything. And then there's times where I literally want to be by myself for days. Like, I don't want to talk to nobody. I just want to go to work, come home, go to work, come home. Like, you text me, I'll respond. You call me, I'll answer. But I'm not reaching out. And sometimes it's a bad thing, sometimes it's a good thing. Um, but it happens. But that's that's my personality. So knowing that some people do need space, like even though we're on this amazing girls' trip together, if I want to go get a massage by myself, don't be mad at me about that. Because I might need my space because I need a moment to disconnect so that I can reconnect with you guys. So be aware of that and just be mindful. Um and then the next thing is the really the last thing is to enjoy it. Be on vacation and be on vacation. Like have fun. Don't be judgmental. Like just enjoy. The freedom that I feel on vacation is like a freedom, a different freedom. I can go out here on the town and have a good time, but I'm always cautious, like looking over my shoulder and just different things. One, because I live here, one, my parents are here. Just many different reasons. Um, I got some crazy ex-boyfriends. You never know. But on vacation, I feel a different level of free. Like, I'm not looking over my shoulder. Um, I'm really, I'm me. I'm doing what I want to do. I don't have to worry about, like, will I see one of my coworkers at this bar? Like, I'm enjoying myself. So enjoy yourself. Enjoy your time. Put your phones down. Uh, <laughs> sometimes on vacation, it's fun to snap and it's fun to be on Instagram and you want to share Sometimes I, sh- I share, I'm an overshare. I know I share a lot. So I overshare. So sometimes on vacation, I do have to tell myself, like, put your phone away. Enjoy this moment. So do that. Put your phone away. Enjoy the moments. 
there'll be a million moments for you to share. There'll be a million moments that you'll keep private. Just don't be consumed by your phone the whole time. Like sometimes on vacations, I'll we'll get we'll be like enjoying ourselves. We'll snap and then we'll go back to just vacation. We don't go on Facebook and read and stuff. And then we'll get like to the airport on our way home and we'll be like, "Yo, did you see this happen three days ago?" We don't know because we were enjoying our time. So that's important to enjoy your time. Leave home at home. Leave work at work. Don't be on vacation like, oh, man, when I get back to work, I got to do this, this, and that. Don't worry about it. You can't do it right now, so just leave it there. Whatever's going on with people at home, leave that there. Once you can handle those situations, you handle them. While you're on vacation, it doesn't count. Don't be there. Just enjoy it. Um, so that's really all I have for girls' trips. I have a couple, well, not all I have, but I have a couple tips that I'll say might make girls' trips a little bit easier and, yeah, just a little, not easier, but just a little, little couple quick tips. So, I always say start a group message. Um, WhatsApp is a great app to do group messages for people that have iPhones and people that have Androids. And that way you can, like, share pictures and stuff like that because after every group trip, I don't care if you got real friends, after every group trip, you guys are, like for days hey yo send me that picture from here send me that picture from here send me that if there's like one spot where you can send all of the pictures it makes it easier so you don't have to continue to one person might have texted you and you sent it to them and then three days later another person texts you send it to them so whatsapp is a great place where you can put all of them a group message for everybody on the trip um and then also i like iMessage group messaging but when people don't have an iphone i hate when someone liked a comment and it posts so-and-so liked that i'm like get an iPhone because stuff like this don't happen on an iPhone but um yeah um and then task things off for the person that's planning it if there's only one person planning it and there's a lot of people in the group even if it's a couple people help that person like hey ask them hey do you want me to find a the taxi or, or not taxi but do you want me to find the rental or do you want me to find a place to have dinner kind of help them because sometimes it can be very stressful planning a trip especially if you're doing it by yourself or you don't feel like you have the help or if you're that person task things off to people like hey yo look find us a rental you tell us how much with you know how much we need and when you need to do do that or find us a place to have dinner hey you're good at finding parties you know you know you you know good party places Find us somewhere to get a VIP or find us somewhere to get a spot. So task things off um, and make sure the timing works for everyone. And I'll say that especially when you're traveling in groups and especially when you're traveling from different places. Sometimes somebody's flight might come in at 10 o'clock in the morning and somebody else's flight might come in at 5, five o'clock in the afternoon. Y'all shouldn't have a dinner plan for everyone at 6 that day if someone's coming in at 5 because the timing is just not, doesn't work. Um... And everyone doesn't have to get there at the same time on the same day. Like, you can plan plan that. So if you know you're not coming in, say we start vacation on Wednesday, but you can't get Wednesday off. You're not coming in until Thursday. Okay, this person will be here Thursday. So plan plan accordingly. Um, so just timing, be flexible with timing and schedules and stuff like that. And that's really all I have for the girls' trip portion of this. So... I'll give you a quick, quick rundown of what I said. Um, You know, remember the purpose of the trip. The right people, the right place is important for the vibe and the energy. Budget. Plan plan as far in advance as you can so that you can budget well. 
B-Squad goals, like, just post great pictures, have that matching outfit. Like, everybody be on top of each other and definitely have a session where you guys can bond. Um, activities, plan them, and but have some free space to do things that's not planned. And then just enjoy it because it's vacation. Why not enjoy it? Um, this episode's quote is going to be a quote that I love, 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 love. This quote is a little nonsense now and then is cherished by the wisest men. Um, so that quote just tells you, like, I think that sums up both goals and girls trip. Like, you have to have fun. You have to have fun. A little craziness is important just in life. So, yeah, enjoy life and have fun. That's all I have for this episode. Thank you. So thank you for listening to this episode. That was a pretty long episode. I didn't expect it to be so long, but if you got to this point, thank you for listening. Um, Goals and girls trips. Next episode, I'm just going to give you a really quick preview of next episode. Not really a preview, but just to give you an idea of what's, what's to come. My next episode is about fitness and wellness. I'm actually going to have a guest speaker on my friend, my dear, dear friend, Brie Camardi has recently started her own personal training venture. Um, and it's bigger than personal training because she does wellness and she does a, a bunch of other things as well. Um, so next week we'll talk to her. If you have any questions for her, you can email me. You can DM me on Twitter. You can DM me on Instagram. You can DM me on Facebook. My Twitter name is actually Shanique J. Um, my Instagram name is Sincerely Shanique. My Facebook name is my name, Shanique McLeod. Honestly, if you know how to spell my first name, you pretty much can find me on everything because I don't think there's that many other Shaniques out in the world that spell their name the same way as me. Um, and that's S-H-O-N-I-C-Q-U-E. My mom was very, uh, very interesting woman. But no, so next week we'll talk to Bree. If you have any questions, if you have any questions about health, wellness, fitness, any questions about anything, definitely send me a question. Send, let me know so I can ask her. I can put it in the questions I have to ask her. Um, and yeah, so for the next week, what I want you guys to hold me accountable of is starting getting my DBA and starting Sincerely Shanique as a business. So. And my workouts. Those are the two things I want you to hold me accountable for. So, yeah. If you see me out, ask me about it. If you, uh, ask me. You guys have a wonderful week or two weeks. And I'll be talking to you guys soon. Enjoy.